0: Welcome back to The Global Digital Banker. My name is Adele Grisaf and this is RFI Group's Insight-backed podcast focused on key trends, thought leadership and best practice within the fast-growing and dynamic world of digital banking. Research from RFI Group's latest global digital banking study shows that over four in five consumers globally agree that the privacy of their financial data is more important than access to better products or services. With this in mind, it's important for banks and financial services companies to build trust amongst consumers and to create products that have a clear and fair-minded value exchange in order to incentivize consumers to share their personal data. For this week's episode on ensuring consumer comfortability in an open banking environment, we sit down with Leon Newis, Chief Operating Officer at Yolt, who shares his opinions on the drivers behind changes in financial services, the customer needs that are not yet being addressed by banks or fintechs, how to build trust amongst consumers, and three exciting new updates that we can expect to see from Yolt over the next 12 months.
1: Welcome to the Global Digital Banker, I'm joined by Leon Muis, COO of YOLT, uh, which is a money app and a venture of ING which has the aim to empower users to make the most of their money. Very exciting venture, so thanks so much for joining me Leon.
2: Thanks, great for inviting me. and. Uh pleasure to talk a bit about YOLT and what we're doing in the open banking space.
1: Absolutely. So I know you look after the open banking and the PSD2 strategy and the connections for the business and all of these regulatory changes came into effect during your first year of business. So can you share your experiences around that and what considerations you took when launching YOLT within that context?
2: Yeah, definitely. So we always started YOLT Uh, with PSD2 and Open Banking in mind. Mm. So YOLT was started uh, in January 2016, ahead of the curve, but always knowing that PSD2 and Open Banking were coming. And we knew that it was going to change the way people interact with their money, Mm. have power and control of their own data. And that's why we started YOLT ahead of the curve, transitioning to the Open Banking and PSD2 APIs as quickly as possible afterwards, Mm. uh, which gained us a lot of knowledge and learnings uh, and allowed us to really get some good traction on Open Banking when it went live.
1: And so how has your business trajectory developed then in the past few months, post Open Banking implementation?
2: So what we tried to do is, uh, as Open Banking went live in a managed rollout January 13th, we actually wanted to be in the game as quickly as we could Uh, which we were fortunately uh, able to do, so we started January 15th with uh, setting up the connections Mm. and we were actually the first TPP to have a successful account information services connection with Open Banking, uh, with Lloyds Bank in that case. And since then we have been really bullish on Open Banking ourselves, so really trying to connect all the banks and allow our users to get access to their own data in a fast and secure way, Mm -hmm. uh, which currently sees us as we are by far the biggest TPP in the Open Banking space. And that's, you know, what we strongly believe, what open banking does for our users that actually gives the power and control mm. of their data back to the user. So it's not the bank telling them anymore how to deal with their money, but they can actually empower themselves through platforms like YOLT to be in control of their data, share it with any platform they like, and then... be in control of their own money.
1: Mm. And you certainly have a head start in this market, which it's very impressive. Lots of people are looking towards you. But you're part of a larger European bank. So what role do banks play then in this open banking world, do you think?
2: Yeah, so we strongly believe that the main benefit for users of opening up the data is that they have the power and control of the data. Then this can imply that there will be platforms such as YOL that sit in between the bank and the user. And yeah, that's obviously where we want to play. So we, you know, we want to be a bank agnostic platform, giving our users an honest and clear view of what's best for their money. However, it doesn't mean that there will be no relationship between the user and the bank, because the banks still develop the products. They develop the current accounts, the mortgages. So we actually are of the opinion that we should cooperate with these banks mm. and for them together provide the best experience and the best products uh, for both our users. So I think there will be a bit of disintermediation on the daily banking interactions. So users can more easily check their balances across different accounts in one simple app, such as Mm. YOLT. But then for less frequent transactions, such as a mortgage, they might still gain insights from a product, a platform like YOLT. However, they will still buy the product from the uh, eventual bank. So that relationship will still exist. But on a daily basis, we believe it will move a bit to the background.
1: So much innovation happening, and it could be argued that a lot of it's coming from regulation, it could be driven by customer experience, is it just the need for the industry to catch up with other industries um, that have gone through this digital revolution? Uh, But what do you think are the main drivers to the changes that are happening in financial services at the moment?
2: The user is driving the change, because all we as fintechs are doing is trying to solve user problems and user needs. So if there's no user problem, then there's no need for existence of your fintech Uh, and obviously it can be the case that a user doesn't know they have a particular problem you know (laughs) who needed an iPad before it actually existed Mm. Uh, however I think it's still user-driven and if it, it doesn't catch on with the user or the specific user problem is not met by a specific service then the change won't happen so it's really getting traction From a user standpoint, I think, is the the main driver. And then Mm. obviously uh, the banks being obliged by the CMA order to open up the data, that obviously propels it, but it's a means to an end.
1: Mm. It's like the Ford car, horse and car analogy, isn't it? Yeah, exactly.
2: Do you need faster horses or a a car? (laughs) Exactly.
1: And so what are those user problems that you think still exist that are going to be the next focus for the fintech community to be addressing?
2: yeah I think it's it's hard one obviously because some of them are unknown the user needs but one thing that we clearly see is that for users to get the opportunity to get the best deal for their money mm. uh, so for example, you could be on a credit card that has an APR which is a lot higher than a new credit card that the same bank even might have might have at a lower APR mm. and then it's actually in both the bank and the user's benefit to actually provide that product to the user and you know those are insights that sometimes banks are not giving uh, even though they might want to or they are not they don't want to but we as a platform can give uh, similar on sp- saving money on your energy bills and so those really the things that can help a user save money on a day-to-day basis i think is an unserved need uh, and besides that you know, in the uk but also in other markets people use a lot of different credit cards current accounts and then being able to see all that in one place and at one glance See how much you've been spending on groceries across your John Lewis, Amex and Lloyds Banking Group uh, debit card really helps to help users to stay on top of their money. Mm. So those are some of the needs that we we see and define as, you know, that's something that we as Yolt can uh, help our users with.
1: Can solve, yeah. And the premise of your product is obviously data sharing. And I think in today's environment, I mean our research is certainly showing a sort of tightening up of consumers around their comfortability with sharing personal information, I think because there's so many big headlines of data breaches, so the environment has changed slightly. How do you ensure that comfortability amongst customers to, to share their data? And then from a business point of view, how are you ensuring that security around their personal information and making sure that there aren't any problems?
2: Yeah, for sure, at Jolt, uh, the data of our users and the security of it is our topmost concern. Mm. Uh, So we are fully aware that we're dealing with sensitive information provided to our users and trusted to us by our users. That's why we are, first of all, we are fully FCA-regulated third party. We have the highest level of encryption and security uh, available to safeguard the data. And then thirdly, we are being part of ING Bank. uh, We actually need to adhere to even stricter regulations from our local regulator and Mm. adhere to all the bank level standards that are in place. And it also gives a a trust factor to our users that actually our app is being backed by ING Bank.
1: Mm. I think that is so important because our research also shows that our trust does still on a global scale and across all generations is largely with the banks. The younger generation changing slightly. but it still does sit with those those bank brands.
2: Exactly, and then the, the other thing is that people will only ever share their data if you're actually delivering value in it return. Can. Yeah, So absolutely. that's also, if I ask you to share, give me your bank data, you'll be like, well, not, not a chance. <laughs> what do I get? <laughs> but if I then show you that, you know, actually you can be in control of your money because yes. you share your data, then that's a different game.
1: Mm. In terms of accountability, I think that's still a big question mark around open banking and PSD2. In terms of if there is an issue with data, consumers want to go to their bank when it's not necessarily the bank that has made the error. What are your thoughts around that in terms of data ownership?
2: Yeah, I think it's my understanding that uh, under PSD2, the bank is always the first port of call if there's any issues. Uh, and then they can investigate further down the line so a user is always fully protected uh, under the standard regulations that apply Mm. uh, in the case of sharing their account information data or doing a payment initiation and also in open banking there are specific programs in place such as dispute management which is a combined effort of the ecosystem so Mm. banks and TPPs and we as Yolt have also signed up to this dispute management program So that we can best help our users to, uh, in case there are any issues, that we can help our users to solve them.
1: Mm. Well, fantastic. It's a great insight into Yolt and how you're working within this new PSC2 and open banking environment. I know you're joining us at the Global Digital Banking Conference on the 13th of September on a panel exploring exactly this. So we'll get more insights from you there. But to close, if you could give us some sneak peeks into what Yolt's going to be up to for the next 12 months. Any exciting stuff coming up?
2: Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think there's uh, three main themes in our minds. Uh, One is uh, internationalization. Mm. So Yolt, we have the ambition to be a pan-European platform and potentially moving beyond that. So we announced a few weeks ago that we're moving to Italy and France with the Yolt app. Uh, But obviously, after that, there's more European countries uh, to go to. I've heard, yeah. (laughs) Uh, And then we will be adding payments uh, to the platform. So we actually. testing the PIS connections uh, with the open banking banks uh, as, as we speak and developing the proposition uh, in our app. So that should be coming and then also expanding the partner platform to really get traction for our users to uh, start saving money and get the best deal for their money. Mm.
1: Fantastic. Thank you so much, Leon. This really is a showcase of what these new regulations can do in terms of providing innovation for customers and better services. So thanks so much for sharing your insights today.
2: Happy to share and I'll see you on the 13th.
0: We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. To view the show notes from this episode, head to globaldigitalbanker.com. To get in touch with us, check us out on Instagram, Global Digital Banker, Twitter, at GDB Podcast, or on Facebook under Global Digital Banker Podcast. If you're interested in being a part of the show or would like to let us know what you think of this episode, email us at gdbpodcast at rfigroup.com.